When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What's going on, Hoop Ballers? Welcome to another episode of Today in sports betting. I'm your host Vince Miracle and joining me today is a guy who actually holds the lead right now in the sports betting division. I've actually been chasing this guy. He knows I'm coming after him. I've sent him plenty of gifts so that he knows I'm coming for his neck by the end of this season. But uh, I, I, I thought that this would be the perfect guy to have on just because again you're winning. You're the champ. The one and only Troy Moskowitz. <laughs> Moskowitz, Markowski. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. I had to mess it up just because, you know, I'm coming for you, bro. I'm coming no, for you. I feel it. I feel like you're trying to get in my head with these mental games. Exactly. Man. I'm like KG I, uh, out here. Dude, I've I've been on a little bit of a slump. I've been going one and one a lot, and it is killing me. Dan said it. It's just like Seinfeld out here. Yeah, man. I'm a my NFL picks, which I'm not necessarily known for, is hitting. Like good ones too. Like I have like some two units, three units that are hitting, like heavy hitters yeah but my nba picks which i am known for have been just either squeaking by one and ones going duds or not i mean you know like i have no like winners right now like i've I've been struggling but i'm hoping that since it's friday today's my day man and we got a very interesting card, I think, here, Troy. So let, let's go ahead and uh, tip this thing off with some NBA basketball. We are going to start covering a little bit with the uh, with the NFL coming into the weekend. I have some US, UFC picks as well. And then, Troy, I do believe you said you have some soccer picks uh, also, right? Yeah, I got a little bit to discuss with Premier League matchups coming up this weekend, Saturday and Sunday matchups. Perfect, perfect. Well, like I said, let's tip this thing off with some NBA. Let's see if we can get we can start this uh, weekend off right. Okay, first thing we got the the five and seven teams, Knicks, Cavs, the New York Knicks on the road as two point favorites here in Cleveland. Troy, what are your thoughts? So this is actually one of my wager pass plays that I wrote up. Um, Really, I'm thinking you hardly ever see, at least like in today's NBA with all the shooting and threes, you hardly see over-unders go under 200. And right now the over-unders sitting at 197. And I mean, I know these teams aren't known for their offense per se, but I do, they're not known for their defense either. So I could see both teams scoring 100. Pretty much that's the question. Do you see both teams scoring 100? And I do. So I took the over 197 on that one. Yeah, man, I think... I think that one's actually going to be really close. <coughs> Excuse me. I think that one's going to be actually really close. I think Julius Randle is definitely going to be scoring. I think the Knicks are scoring the points in this game. I have the Knicks minus two. That was the easiest call of the day for me with no Colin Sexton being there. Uh, Julius Randle playing the way that he has. R.J. Barrett leading the league in minutes and struggling in his last game in front of his godfather. I think he comes back with a vengeance to score some points. 
Uh, I just think there's a lot of points to be had on the Knicks side where you look at Cleveland. I mean, Drummond, I believe, struggled in their, in their previous game. Nance has continued to struggle. They're going to have to roll a big man lineup out. I don't know if they score enough points to get there. I'm actually against you a little bit. I'm kind of moving toward the under, but I do see your reasoning. Like, when do you ever see under 200, right? Like, <laughs> right that's right. such a crazy line to see in today's NBA. But me personally, Troy, I, I got the Knicks minus two. If you were looking at either side, which way are you leaning? I would definitely lean Knicks on this one. Just because, as you said, Julius Randle has been playing. He has been playing MVP basketball. He's not going to get MVP. He's not probably even going to be in the consideration, but he's been playing really well. If you've been watching the Knicks games, I know the record doesn't quite indicate it. But I mean, like you said, R.J. Barrett leading the league in minutes. I see the Knicks in this one as well. I mean, he's a, he's not, I don't know about MVP level. That's he, a... Well, he was he was starting the season that way. I should say he's tapered off a little. I mean, he's he's doing Julius Randle things. You know what I mean? He, like he's passing, he's scoring. I think he's definitely this is the best basketball you could you've ever seen out of Julius Randle. Like if you want to see Julius Randle in his prime, playing the way that you all hoped he would play as former Laker fans watching him, he's there. He's done it, and, and, and he's Absolutely. he's killing it. But MVP little man, that's a little, that's a little. That's I a, know, I was a reach. I was a <laughs> uh, I got. Uh, let's go ahead and look over some of these prop bets here that I have here in front of me. By the way, while we are looking at these prop bets, I want to remind everyone that this show is presented to you by MyBookie.ag. Be sure to go on MyBookie.ag to make all of your sports wagering bets or more. You know that you can vote on the election type of stuff, which you know we don't like to discuss here on here on this show, but you can go on there and do stuff like that i think you could also do like bets on the emmys and things like that either way no matter your choice go on there use promo code hoopball that's h-o-o-p-b-a-l-l and they will match up to your first five hundred dollars of your very first deposit as well as join the wager pass where troy is giving out some of his picks we have the discord going on 33 cents a day it's well worth it my friends you will not miss or you will not miss a single pick as we post them every single day now over unders my favorite one and they didn't even post andre drummond over unders on total rebounds which is just crazy to me but my my favorite one is larry nance jr over under six and a half rebounds man i'm taking that over man i, I think he has to play much better if the Cavs want to have any chance of starting to pick up some steam and pick up wins that they've been losing recently i think over six and a half rebounds is key for me but if you were looking at those two, which one would you go over or under six and a half rebounds for Larry Nance Jr.? I'm I'm with you on that one. Same same exact reasoning. The Cavs, he is pretty much one of their focal points, and he's not a, a prolific scorer. But if he's gobbling up rebounds and getting passes, that's going to help the Cavs play really well. And then this is my like I'm going really big on this, like big. How I'm, big are we talking here? I'm not going to do it in terms of unit. I'm just telling you, like for me, I'm just letting you know it's big. And if you want another unit, you gotta go on wager pass, thirty-three cents a day. Sign on up, or hit me up in the Discord. Over under twenty-three and a half points for CD Osman. I'm heavily, heavily, heavily hitting that under. What about you? Oh yeah, I mean, I was waiting for you to say the line, and you said twenty-three and a half, and uh, that's just you know, I mean, it's Chetty Osman. It's not uh, you know, James Harden or Colin Sexton or anything like that. You were thinking I was gonna say Julius Randle. Maybe, maybe <laughs> exactly. May, maybe R.J. Barrett, C.D. Osman, who I believe is only starting because of Colin Sexton, but he struggles, man. I'm, I'm about to, I'm pulling, I'm pulling up his his most recent games just because maybe, maybe I'm crazy. Oh nope, I'm not. He's only scored over 20 points 
one time this entire season. And guess what? He got 22 points, not even 23. At the current lines at the, as they sit right now, Troy, over under on 23 and a half is a literal coin flip, both minus 114. Wow. I'm taking I mean, that minus 114. I'm hitting yeah. that under with a big go get that while it lasts. That's that's what I'm doing right there, man. That is I like that. I like that. That is that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I can't even believe that that's out there. Maybe they expect because he's starting. Maybe that's their reasoning. <sighs> I don't know though. That that is a big ask. Twenty three and a half. That's that's as Stephen A. Smith would say on ESPN. <laughs> blasphemy. That is that is that is crazy. I love me some Stephen A. Let's go ahead and move on to the next game here, Troy. Orlando Magic, Boston Celtics. I actually like this game. I think it should be a lot closer than what they currently have it as. Jalen Brown is still listed as questionable. Jason Tatum has been ruled out. I think Jeff Teague recently got listed as questionable for this game as well. The over-under sits at 213.5. Celtics are minus 4.5 here at home. Your thoughts? So, again, another one of the wager pass plays that I had. Uh, when I re- had my write-up, though, they were uh, minus 3. So the lines jumped to 4.5 since then, which is interesting, especially since you say Jason Tatum has been ruled out. Um, he was Eastern Conference Player of the Week before the Celtics had their three games postponed, their most previous three games. I think that's a big reason why the Celtics are heavily favored here. They're going to have a week of rest, which coming off a short offseason, I think is going to be extremely beneficial Orlando's out, Markel Fultz. They really just rely on Vuk and uh, Aaron Gordon to get it done. So I like the Celtics minus four and a half. Yeah, uh, Jalen Brown is playing. I'm I'm looking up on this injury report to see. Uh, it looks like Jeff Teague will be playing. Tristan Thompson is back. Yeah, uh, is Fournier coming back? I know that was a discussion that people were, were having. Uh, nope, he is still out. He was unlikely to play, and he has officially been ruled out. So, yeah, you're going to see a lot of Cole, Cole Anthony I think Terrence Ross has been hot, but he's gonna get he's gonna get clamped up by Jalen Brown easy or Marcus Smart either way. The scoring there is gonna be like you said one dimensional. It's gonna be a lot of a lot of Vooch and him attacking you know Tristan Thompson or or Tice or whatever. Man, I still don't know. There's something about that Orlando team that I really like because Aaron Gordon he he's been playing at a really high level as of late, at least from the last few times that I've seen him play. I think I'm with you. I might be leaning. Minus four and a half to Boston, but I I would not be mad at anybody to take that four and a half with a little bit of confidence, just to say if you if you've been watching the Magic a little bit closer than I have, you think something's there. I, I the the big piece for me is going to be James Ennis and and whether or not he can start knocking down some of his shots and, during his playing time, and if Cole Anthony can step up now now that he's the full time starter. Okay. I got an interesting tidbit by the way. Uh, Magic every time they've scored one hundred this season, they win. They get a win. So do they score 100 against Boston, hell and do no. they win? I'm gonna tell you this: hell no. <laughs> Not with if if Jalen Brown, which he is, is playing, Marcus Smart is playing, and Tristan Thompson's there. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. There ain't no way they're scoring no 100 points. But if they do, hey, it wouldn't be the first time that I'm wrong. So with you saying that though, are you taking the under on 213 and a half? I'd I'd lean under, yeah, if you were gonna do it, just because again. Not a lot of scoring options I see out there on the court at any one time, especially on Orlando's side. Uh, breaking news before we move on to the next game, which is I think is the going to be the most fun game of the night. Uh, breaking news, Kyrie Irving will not be returning on Saturday like most people were hoping. He is currently out due to health and safety protocols, which means 
those tests or something came back in that video, something might have happened. So stay close to your phones for that one. And also more breaking news. Don't know how it happened. There are turkeys in my backyard. Uh, <laughs> I don't live like on a ranch or anything, people. So why? <laughs> Where there's a flock of turkeys in my backyard, I have no idea. And it's I'm going to count them out for you. Uh, it's probably as, about as many points as the as the Magic are going to score on the Celtics, like seven. So, <laughs> interesting. Uh, Dallas versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Dallas is currently plus eight on the road here in Milwaukee, over under 229.5. Troy, your thoughts? I like Dallas in this one. I'm leaning Dallas. Um, Milwaukee, so uh, they've gotten a lot of these inflated lines, these double-digit lines, especially over teams like Pistons and whatnot. And last season, when they were the best regular season team, Absolutely. They were crushing teams by 15, 20 points on the regular. But this season, that hasn't been the case. Now, they have had a few, you know, humongous wins, especially over the Magic in their last game. But I just feel like Luka is too good of a player to let it get, you know, balloon too far out of hand. And Chris Stapps is back, if I'm not mistaken. I know he'll be minutes restricted if he does play, but I still I like the Mavericks in this one to keep it close. Yeah, I think they're underestimating the fact that Chris Stapps is back. Uh, they're not going to let them run away. Obviously, I think Giannis is eating. I haven't looked at the prop bets on this one yet as I'm I'm trying to pull them up right now. But it's going to come down to if the other guys can step it up. I think that you're still going to see a little bit of rust on, on Chris Stapps, especially in a bigger game. You know, There's going to be a little bit more pressure on him to, to show up, even though he was not afraid to shoot in his first game back at all. I just... I just don't know. I mean, Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to need to knock down shots. Chris, and, and also they're going to need to slow down Chris Middleton. That's going to be a big thing for them as well. I'm I'm very intrigued with this game, and I and I do I and I do agree with you. I think plus eight points in Milwaukee. I, I think I'm taking Dallas pretty confidently here. Uh, over under for sixteen and a half points for Kristaps Porzingis tonight. I'd I'd hit the uh, over on that. He's got the green light. Wow. I mean, I, again, minutes restriction, but he's he likes to shoot threes and he's very good at it for a seven footer. I mean, it really just comes down to how many minutes does he play. If he only plays twenty minutes, I could still see him getting sixteen, seventeen points there. Yeah, I like uh, I actually like the under on that one. I think Porzing, like I said, it's it's harder to show up when the when when the light is going to be on you. This is going to be on ESPN. This is going to be a big game. Obviously, we know how good Kristaps is, but again, it, this is Giannis Antetokounmpo that he's going to be guarding. I think a lot of energy is going to be taken out of him guarding Giannis. There's a good chance he could potentially get into foul trouble early. And let's say it does turn into a, a, a game where it is, you know, the the Bucks meet the line, where it is minus eight, and it turns into a possible blowout later on in the game, which is is a, is a clear possibility here because Milwaukee is really good, and, and Brook Lopez is maybe finally starting to turn it around there. If he starts knocking down shots, I mean, look for him to be a key piece in this game. I'm actually taking the under, but I will say this: if you are confident with that over, Troy, it does pay even money right now at sixteen and a half. You take the over with Chris Tapps pay is a, a a nice even money bet for you so that's good that's what i'm saying i just i like the value there you know again it just comes down to how many minutes will he play here's a good one and i think this one is out of all the lines that i'm looking at intrigues me the most oh no the, hmm, i like two of them here i'm gonna go with the one that i actually like the most fuck it uh chris middleton over under 21 and a half the 
under or the over actually pays more than the under does, but I think Mil- Middleton's going to be a big piece in today's win. So I'm going to go Chris Middleton with the over on 21 and a half. I like that. If if the Bucks win, especially in blowout fashion and meet the line, it'll be because of a lot of shots from Chris Middleton. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't have anything here for Drew Holiday, and it's probably because his lines have been all over the place. It's so hard to gauge what Middleton or what uh what Holiday is going to show up. I'm trying to see if there's any. What, what about Tim Hardaway Jr. over under 18 and a half points? I I could see him doing that. He's starting, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, he is. He is. So I mean. Again, look for Chris Stapps or Luka to do some passing and get open shooters. I mean, especially Luka Doncic. I don't know if you saw that clip last night or the night before where he there was a pick and roll. He faked a bounce pass and then faked it to the corner and then hit the roller perfectly to the basket. It just blew my mind. Like you could, Even when it was broken down for me, Luka's passing just blows my mind. So, again, get him involved, and Tim Hardaway could easily clip 20. I don't know any clip off the top of my head. Just look up. Luka Doncic, cross court no lookers. Uh, oh, he's then, got plenty of that. And then put in it, put it on slow motion. His no look like, and I'm talking about the ones where he whips it around people's bodies like baseline. Those passes are my absolute favorite, and I still don't know how he sees those people through those trees. Like, I really don't even see understand. Like, I see it because the TV obviously have a wider angle. But he's in there. Like, I don't know, understand how he's seeing through the bushes of trees. And just whipping that pass through with so much confidence, and then to get it in the shooter's Precision. hands, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. It honestly, like outside of LeBron, who's making passes like that consistently? You know what I mean? Like LeBron's made passes like that, always one of the best passers ever. That's like people hate the oh, is Luca the next LeBron? And I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying his passing is on that level. His court vision and IQ, it's on that level. For me, I don't see LeBron. Is it weird that I view, and I know he's small forward, but he more reminds me of like Jason Kidd. Like, and I know Jason Kidd didn't have a jump shot, but just his passing ability, rebounding, he just plays so hard. And I, he reminds me more of Jason Kidd, not really LeBron. But I guess his size always leads to the conversation of LeBron. If anybody's LeBron to me, it's Ben Simmons. Right. I was just mainly talking about the passing aspect. He doesn't oh. have nearly the athleticism of a young LeBron. That was a different animal entirely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, closest game of the day, Bulls, Thunder. Thunder pay even money if you take the money line, and I am. I think the Thunder beat the Bulls today. I think the Bulls are atrocious. I think they are horrible to watch. I think they're the the worst. <laughs> they're one of the worst teams. Other than the Portland Trailblazers offense, I think the Bulls' oh, offense – is one of the worst offenses to watch. It's it's horrible. So I'm taking the Thunder. Even money, I think defense wins this game, and I think they, they have that in bunches. And I also think any chance I can put Diallo in my in my DFS lineups with confidence uh, at his value, I love it. So I go Thunder, e- money line, even pays even money. So what about you? Uh, th- this is one of those ones that's just tough because they're just two bad teams. I mean, sometimes I like to do those games, you know, just a big poop fest that you can try and make some money out of. This one, it's worth noting that Chicago is 8-3 and three against the spread, the best team in the league against the spread. So with that information now, OKC is also not too far behind them. I think they're 6-5. and five. Yeah, 6-5. and five. So these are two teams that cover more often than not. Obviously, we're early in the season. I'll take the Bulls, just Zach Levine. I'll just go strictly off Zach Levine scoring. For me, uh, when it's a pick'em game like this, 
and this is another reason why I'm leaning toward OKC, and I've said this before on the show, I like to go where my money gets the best bang for its buck. So even money. Best value. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you on that. And I, and I also like SGA more than I like Zach Levine. Although Kobe White's been amazing. If you, he has. He's, he's stepped up a, a huge level from he, this offseason. He's my favorite player on the Bulls. I'll say that right now. He is my favorite. I know everyone's like Zach Levine and his dunking, and I get that he's good. But he, I take Kobe White. Speaking of Zach Levine, I don't know if this isn't having anything to do with the betting. I've, obviously, I think we've covered that here at this point. Let me ask you this quick question because we've been having this debate with some of my friends, and I think this is just straight crazy to me. Who would you rather start a franchise with? Or who do you think is a better player? Let me ask you that. Who would, Who do you think is a better player? Zach Levine or Gordon Hayward? It's easy, right? Zach Levine. What? Are you kidding okay. me? Okay, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, Stop let me, let me back, it, let me back it up a little bit. You said who would I start a franchise with? No, no, That's no, what I, I was answering. No, no, no. I said, I said, okay. You said better player. You said better player. player. You did credit. Gordon Hayward, yes, statistically better player. But I've been saying for a long time, I've been on a soapbox saying Gordon Hayward's overrated. I think Gordon <laughs> Hayward is uh, overblown Danilo Gallinari. Wow, that's crazy, I like Danilo, bro. too. I, I just do not like wow, Gordon Hayward. that is crazy. You, whoop, you, you know what? I just took one of those stamps I put on your basketball card. I just took one of them off. you got to <laughs> earn this stamp back. That is crazy. You know what? I'm going to tell you this right Okay, hold on. This is you said start a franchise. I'm taking okay, I'm the GM it, it, that you, doesn't you, like you, people. I'm are, not going to take him. Are, are you taking Zach Levine over over uh, over Hayward just due to the fact that the age, like that, they're that one's significantly younger than the other. One is significantly younger, and the one who is younger is the one that I don't hate. So I mean, <laughs> I'm hating on this is Gordon Hayward hate fest for me. I've been waiting to get on the bike and talk about how much I don't like Gordon Hayward. Really. So if you're wow. putting those two, I mean, if you want me to be objective, yes, Gordon Hayward is the better of the two basketball players. Yes. If, I would if, I'm, if I'm starting a franchise, give me Zach Levine because I'm a better GM. All I'm saying is better player who I'd rather start a franchise with is Gordon Hayward. And big reason why, and I can just throw it to you in, in today's world, is one took a team that was horrible and is now having them in a current playoff spot. Well, the other has been on the team for the last few years and is still doing nothing with them. So I think the Bulls' problems are larger than just Zach Levine and ability to carry them. I don't disagree with you, but I don't agree with you either. Right, right, right. I know. <laughs> I don't do. We could have a whole like two-hour podcast about why I don't like Gordon Hayward. From one close game to another, and from one from horrible players or from good players that are on horrible teams to another. Let's go to this next game. Memphis Grizzlies versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves at home again, one-and-a-half-point favorites. The line just changed for them to be a minus-125 favorite here. Memphis just beat them in their most recent game when the Timberwolves had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. They gave that up in, like, the last two minutes, and they lost by, I think, six. Who are you taking in this one? Uh, I'll, I mean, this is another coin flip one. Honestly, uh, same reason you did the last one, more bang for my buck, Memphis Grizzlies, even money line. I mean, why not? You know, they came back from 10 last time. The Wolves are just one of those teams I don't trust. I mean, I, Carl Anthony Towns is playing, I assume, or is he still injured? No, he's, he's in, but Ricky Rubio's now out. Okay, okay, yeah. So, exactly. Like, if one thing after another for the Timberwolves. I know the Grizzlies don't have Jaw still, they don't have Jaron Jackson Jr., but... 
I mean, again, more bang for your buck. Give me the money line, Grizzlies. Tyus Jones is good. You know who came up big in that? I don't know if you watched that game, but you know who came up big in that fourth quarter for them and started nailing threes? Who was it? Kyle Slomo Anderson. <laughs> yeah. When I, that's my would, reaction is just to chuckle you, would you? That's like the last person I would ever expect to come down and knock down two big threes. Like Kyle when Anderson. You need that's crazy. You know who else is knocking down threes this year that I can't believe is DeMar DeRozan, but that's a whole different conversation. That, that's that's he, him expanding, it's finally. Con- contract year. He said, I'm trying to get paid. Once you guys pay me, I'll go back to the mid-range. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to go against you here. Again, I know that it is a coin flip, but they were up by 10 heading into that fourth quarter. I think, I, I think actually not playing Rubio is going to help them a little bit just because it gives more time to Jarrett Culver. I think he keeps the game so energized, and even though he is bad, he's not horrible, and I don't know if that makes any sense in your guys' ears on why I think it's better, because Ricky Rubio is actually good. He's just not shooting well. But I I think think that they win this game, and I think they win it by five points. I'm taking Minnesota. Carl Anthony Towns needs to show up earlier than he did, though. He he almost took the whole first quarter off in that previous game. So if he gets off to an early start, Starts really going after Valanchunas. That could be a game where the Wolves win by at least five points. So I'm taking minus one and a half, and I'm taking Minnesota. Okay, okay. I feel you. On to the next one here. It's a game that I think is going to be kind of boring to watch, but at the same time fun to watch because these guys that are on these teams are never boring. Atlanta Hawks, Utah Jazz. Do you like how I'm like giving a slight like feature description before i tell you each game. absolutely <laughs> yes absolutely i just realized that i'm doing that since the okc part so anyways hawks jazz the jazz six point favorites here at home over unders at 229 are you avoiding this game or are you just saying jazz are winning and that's all that it is i i avoid these kind of games um I don't trust the Jazz. I've said it before on Wager Pass and in Discord, and I mean, I keep saying that. And the last two times I bet against them, they screwed me. But so that's just why I'm going to avoid it. I I don't trust I don't trust them, and I think the Hawks are just too variant for like six is just a too big of a number for me. The Hawks will either get decimated or they'll they'll blow out the Jazz. I just don't see any other way. I mean, if you again you want to get value, Hawks plus one ninety five on the money line, but this is one I'm just sticking away from. It just lifted it up to plus two hundred now too. So I mean, you're getting two oh, to one odds. So I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna bet on the Hawks, just bet on the Hawks. Don't even take the points. Just say, you know what, Trey Young's gonna do it. Yeah. The only the only thing that goes for the Hawks and why they meet this is because the Jazz aren't hitting, and they haven't been hitting shots well. For DFS players, I love Jordan Clarkson in this game because the Hawks defense is not even in the NBA. It's like still stuck in the G League. Uh, I I think Jordan Clarkson goes off today. Donovan Mitchell is so hit or miss for me, man. Yeah. And so is is Bogdanovich a shooter or is he not a shooter? That's a big – We were told he was, but – Boyan is good. And I'm talking about – That's what I'm saying. And I know – hey, I get, guys. You guys can get confused. I'm talking about Boyan Bogdanovich. I know Bogdan's injured, okay? So I'm not talking about Bogdan. I'm talking about Boyan, okay? Boyan Bogdanovich from the Jazz. I thought he was a shooter. And, yeah, he shot well in the last game. I think he got 20 points with three rebounds. But he is not the player he was last season. That shot is gone. He left it last. He left it back in last season. He needs to go find it. But, if, again, the only way the Hawks stay in this spread is if the Jazz are missing and if John Collins decides to show up. 
And if Trey Young, you know, starts hitting more shots, like Trey Young hasn't even really been that great this year. I'll be honest. His stats might be there, but in my opinion, he has not been the Trey Young everyone was expecting and hoping to see. So, I don't like this game at all. I'm also avoiding it. Yeah, I just don't don't like it. My Sometimes hometown. you just gotta have the discipline to be like, I don't like this. This is bad. Stay away. That's what I did yesterday. That's why I didn't even have a play yesterday. All of them had that juju to them that I just was not feeling. I don't think any of us had a real wager pass play for, for the NBA yesterday. The NBA was like horrible. I know Dan yesterday. did. Dan and Brewski did. And they're they're brave though. <laughs> Braver than I am. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I I care about my bankroll. I want to make it bigger, not smaller. That's just, that was too scary. Uh, my hometown team, they're staying here at home today. And they get to get eight points because they're going up against the Clippers where Kawhi decided he's starting to play them back-to-backs this year. Paul George is saying, hey, uh, you guys think I'm soft and I can't play? Let me average like 28 a game. Let's see what you guys say about that. I love how the internet bullied Paul George into starting to play well. <laughs> they bullied Paul. I wish Carl Anthony Towns would take that mindset, though. Carl Anthony Towns was told he was soft, and he said, I know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he embraced it, but he's still a hell of a player. Uh, minus seven and a half for the Clippers on the road. They're three to one favorites. The over unders at two twenty seven. Your thoughts? So I said it a few days ago in our little uh, chat, uh, the hoop ball division chat, that I just I gotta stay away from the Clippers. Every time I bet on the Clippers, they have one of those Clipper games where they look like they did in the when they blew the 3-1 lead in the bubble and it's just like what is happening. Obviously they've stepped it up this year. If I, you know, had to make a play, I would do the Clippers, you know, seven and a half, eight, whatever it is, but I just I cannot put my faith in the Clippers because every time I do, they let me down. You know, I say that every time I bet on the Kings or against the Kings. And <laughs> here's the crazy thing. I can't avoid them. They give them great <laughs> lines, plus seven and a half. Are you That's ca- a lot at home? While you guys are shooting well, they this is the best defense I've seen this team play, and this is also the the best I've ever seen Deer and Fox shoot. And I don't know if you guys can hear dogs barking. Those are mine, and even they're screaming at this line, saying, "Take the Kings," and I'm scared. I'm scared, but I'm doing it. I'm dropping sprinkles, dropping a little change, and I'm and I'm taking plus seven and a half on the Kings. What about this two twenty seven, Troy? Are you going over or are you going under on that? I would lean under because, like you said, Kings are playing some of their best defensive basketball that you can ask from them. Clippers, I think, are a more defensive minded team under Tyloo and are a little more disciplined. They have let some games get away from them, which is why I said I don't trust them anymore. But I would lean under on this one. My favorite one out of all these is points, rebounds, and assists. Rashawn Holmes at 23 and a half. I'm telling you this right now. If the Kings are going to have any chance in this game, Rashawn Holmes needs to avoid foul trouble, and he's going to need to grab a ton of rebounds. I am predicting a 15-point, 12-rebound game for Rashawn Holmes. What's 15 plus 12? Top of your head, Troy, go. 27. Is that bigger than 23 and a half? Absolutely. And that's what I'm going with. Over 23 and a half for Rashawn Holmes for points, rebounds, and assists. So if he throws in a couple of dimes for you, it's already going to be a win. Uh, question for you, though. Over What's under up? 16 and a half points for Buddy Heald. 
Man, that is tough. I feel like if, again, it's like you said, the Kings, if they have a chance for Sean Holmes needs to stay out of foul trouble, for them to have a chance, they also need Buddy Heal to score and hit shots and be a playmaker on offense. That's over 16. Ah, man, that's hard, but I, I'd lean over. I'm the exact opposite. They need him to do it. But I, I think so they, he won't. I think. <laughs> I think it's going to be Therese Halliburton that's doing it, and he they don't. He's even, been balling this I, I, year. They don't even give him a line. Do they give him a line on the over under for points, rebounds, and assists? They sure don't. They don't even respect him in Vegas yet. Look at these these lines don't even have him in there. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with the under. I think the defense of the Clippers is still too good. Their perimeter defense, at least their inside defense, is a little bit questionable. Uh, as soon as if you can get past that first barrier, but that first barrier is so hard to get past when you have Kawhi, Paul George, and Patrick Beverly like literally smothering you. So yeah, I'm, up in your grill nonstop, face guarding. I mean, Buddy Hield's been coming out with some swagger in his last couple games where he's looked like the Buddy Hield everyone was hoping he would be. He just comes out there and he's playing. He's playing tremendous defense, the best defense I've ever seen him play in these last two games. And he's knocking down he's knocking down shots that are open and that he makes for himself. So with that said, I'm still taking the under and it pays better. So I'm, da- I'm taking <laughs> I'm taking under sixteen and a half just because I I just I just feel like at some point that shot's not gonna fall and I think it's gonna be against the Clippers. I I, I, just, I, that's I mean that's a good bet to take if that's what you believe. Also, Clippers, Paul George is the play of the day for you guys. Because he's going to be attacking. I said Buddy Hill's defense has been better. Not good enough to guard a guy like Paul George, though. So, Paul George is my play of the day on DFS for all those DFS people out there. Last game on the docket today. Pelicans, Lakers, Zion, clear to play. No Lonzo. Eric Bledsoe is still questionable. And Ingram is starting to get found out a little bit, I think. J.J. Reddick can't I- knock down a shot either. But what are your thoughts? Yeah. I was about to say the same thing. I mean, it, it's surprising seeing the Pelicans plus nine with Zion in, but again, Lonzo out. Lonzo, uh, I I think he's overlooked a lot. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's phenomenal or anything, you know, amazing, but I think he's a really good player and a great passer, and I think that's Agreed. huge for opening up Zion in the pick and roll. And like you said, Ingram's getting figured out. People understand what he's starting to do and the lakers are finally coming home there was like a five game road trip or a four game road trip they're undefeated on the road then now they're finally home i think they're going to take advantage of being home my lakers minus nine you take you said you're taking lakers minus nine sorry you cut out at the end there oh yeah sorry lakers minus nine would be my play wow lakers minus nine i know double did you just double digit spreads are greasy i will say that but the lakers are playing phenomenal they look i mean i have them to repeat i had that at the beginning of the season and i haven't seen anything that has made me change my mind uh i don't have the lakers repeating i'll say that right now okay uh i'm telling you this also the the title this year is going to be out east i think the east is better and i don't think it's the nets either i think the nets need depth i think they gave away with no with no Dinwiddie this year, no center because DeAndre Jordan can't be your center for more than oh, twenty yeah. minutes a game. Jared Allen, that was a big giveaway for the Nets. I love Jared Allen. I'm so, uh, can I say this? I'm so surprised they didn't trade for Drummond in that deal too. Let yeah, me, honestly, I I don't know. 
I don't know. I think they maybe they just took the first deal they could get that would get James Harden. That's crazy. Like Drummond, final year of his contract. Go. I mean, you're already all in. You might as well go all in, all in. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So there's that. I just don't think DeAndre Jordan could be your center. Anyways. Wait, wait. So who do you think then is going to win the East and win the title if it's not the Nets? If Karis LeVert is the player that that Victor Oladipo wished he was this year, and I think he could be, and if he can avoid injury. I like I I really like that Pacers team. They're gritty. They they play well, but I still got Milwaukee. Oh, okay. I was about to say you're not <laughs> telling me the Pacers are about to win the Larry O B, are you? I just had I had to throw I had to throw the Indiana there because <laughs> Indiana's been playing so well and I still oh, yeah. feel like they don't get enough love. I think Sabonis should be in the conversation for MVP. Anybody, he's, he's great. He's he is great. the Jokic of the East. He is so freaking good, dude. He's so good. Sabonis is my favorite player this year. Uh, so Eric Bledsoe still still a game time decision. I don't know, man. I agree with you. I think Lonzo Ball is such a good player, man. Like, I hate I hate that Eric Bledsoe is the guy that's next to him. To be honest, I think I think Lonzo needs the ball in his hands more. Oh yeah. But nine and a half is so many points. But I agree. Yeah. Like, who's stopping AD? Who's stopping LeBron on that team? That's what I'm saying. They just there's no uh, no one really has an answer to AD. There's not much of an answer. You the have... closest we got was Bam Adebayo for the Heat, which I love Bam Adebayo, phenomenal player. But Anthony Davis, I've been saying it for a while. If he's healthy, he's best center in the league. He's the he's yeah he's top five player in the league. He's that good. Like I yeah. t- I take him over some of these elite scoring guards. Like the NBA is not just Absolutely. about scoring; it's about defense too. It's about rebounding. You got to get the ball. Yes, I get that it sucks that he can't bring the ball up the court or, you know, really create shots for himself, like off the dribble. He does everything he, else. I was about to say he he, he kind of can, though. Like, he was a guard up until a senior in high school when he had that massive growth spurt. Like, he has handles. It's just not his play a, style, a though. He, I mean, yeah, he's not going to bring the ball up in the NBA. No, I'm just saying – he he can do it all from what from what you need because LeBron's going to be bringing the ball up and starting the plays, getting the playmaking going. AD I think is just the perfect complementary piece to LeBron. It's just a shame it's so late in LeBron's career that they finally linked up. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's still per- I I love that team. I just I don't I don't like the depth of that team. I think Marc Gasol is a good regular season fifteen minute guy. I don't really trust him in a playoff situation. I think Montrez Harrell still needs to be. I think Montrez Harrell is going to be the biggest key into how they win in the playoffs. His he's mo- the X factor. He's the X factor for sure, one hundred percent. He's the X factor. And then if he, he plays bad, then centers are just going to eat him up, and then you're going to have to be having AD in the paint, and then that opens up the perimeter. It's just going to be. It'd be rough. Yeah, I still th- I think Milwaukee though. I real I really like Milwaukee. Revenge team. season for him. I think Giannis. First, he hated. He literally hated that he missed those free throws on opening night, and he said oh, he, yeah. he said he wants more minutes during the regular season. He wants to feel that pressure, and he knows it. I will say this though. I saw Giannis shooting, and I saw that there was. I know why he misses shots, and I'm not a shooting coach, but I do know a little bit about shooting because, you know, <laughs> I'm knocked down. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> this guy blocks his own shot on his shot attempts. Like, his hands either are that big to where he just he can't put his hands to the side of the ball. But, like, his release is, like, the his left hand, his offhand, 
which is your aim hand, for those who don't know, is on top of the ball, and his shooting hand is directly underneath it. So it looks like he's like squishing a watermelon, and it's his <laughs> jump shot. It, it does It does look uh, not very fundamental, obviously. I mean, he didn't start playing ball until he was like 14, right? So I give him a little bit of slack, but Not if you want a championship. Not if, he needs exactly. To shoot. If you need to win a championship, then there's no excuses. You got to figure it out. If the if the game plan to your team is build a wall and it works year two years in a row, maybe three now, you need to change something. Yeah. Right. right? So, but I still got like Milwaukee. I think Drew Holiday's huge. Chris Milton's always gonna knock down shots. I love their bench play though. I mean, Divincenzo is great. Bryn Forbes is gonna come in and knock down shots. Same with DJ Augustine. Man, how about Bobby freaking Portis? Right? Who expected that? Nobody. Breakout season from him. Nobody. <laughs> he looks great. He's the perfect fit. He's he does. He's the perfect bench player to replace uh, Brooke Lopez. Like perfect. He does the same exact thing, and he gets more rebounds. Like it's, it's it's. I actually would rather start Bobby Portis to be honest. But you wouldn't get that defensive shot blocking. That's the only thing. All right, so just to make my answer clear, I'm t- uh, I'm just avoiding this game, but if I had to choose either one, I'm probably going to just take ten, nine points and buy the extra point and get it to 10. So it'll put me at minus 135 as a total payout, but at least I'll have 10 points. Um, but I'd rather do that with the Pelicans. But, again, I can so see. I can so see the, the Lakers just blowing them out and then resting in the third and fourth. All right, Troy. What do we want to do? Do we want to hop into the UFC fight night, or do you want to go ahead and go down your uh, your Premier League? Um, what about NFL? Are we gonna do any NFL previews? Let's save that till the end. Those are okay. Those All are right. Sunday. All right. Give, I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I, no, I like that. I like that because it's you know it's playoffs. Save the playoffs for you know it's playoffs, baby. Um, then I'll just run through my Premier League real quick. I'm not gonna get too in depth. Um, honestly, Saturday, tomorrow, there's not many games. If you look at the over-unders, they're all two, two and a halves. Um, I kind of like Leeds. Money line's plus 110. They're coming off a loss. Brighton Hove Albion, not a great team at all. Uh, Leeds or the under three in that matchup. And then the one that's really got my eye, I've been watching this line move as we've been recording. Uh, West Ham hosting Burnley. Burnley's coming off a 1-0 loss to Man U. Burnley pardon me, excuse me, Burnley's 16th right now on the table, West Ham's 10th, uh, Burnley has only played 16 games though, so there's a reason why they're pretty low, but they have not been great whatsoever, they're two wins, one draw, two losses in their last five, West Ham, one win, one loss, three draws, I just like the West Ham on that one, I think they're better, uh, minus 123 is the odds right now, under two and a half, again, I'm leaning on those, but Really, the big game of the weekend, Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Excuse me, 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. Top of the table, Manchester United facing Liverpool, who is second in the table right now. Liverpool gets a win, and then they tie Man U on the top of the table, both at 36 points. Man U gets a win. That'd be huge. Give them a little more cushion and the lead as we hit the halfway point of the season, the turning point. Uh, Man U on the road. I'm just looking at, okay, I've, I've said it before, I'm biased, I'm a Man U fan, but just look at, if I walked up to you and said, the team that is at the top at the halfway mark of the season is plus 257 on the road, 
that's just great value for a team that's starting to find their form. Paul Pogba is finally stepping up, playing great. I'm a Man U fan, so take it with a grain of salt, but Man U plus 257 is quite the value for a team that's sitting in first place. And then you look at uh, Man City. They've let me down a lot. They haven't been the team they were last year. They're two-point favorites to Crystal Palace. Uh, normally, I would be like, oh, yeah, be all over it, but Man City has not been blowing teams out. These these games that they should be winning by a lot, they've been squeaking by. So I would actually take the Crystal Palace plus two on the spread there. That's minus 113 odds. And that would be my uh, Premier League breakdown. Join us in the Discord, though, because we'd be talking soccer a lot up in there. Look at you go, Pref premiering on on the today and sports betting podcast for the first time in 2021 and you're dropping promos <laughs> that ain't bad over there knowledge man. bombs out here man that's nice that's nice well let me quickly go through this ufc uh, hold on before i move on to the ufc card let me ask you this troy and i know i talk fast today but it's friday uh and i have a really big weekend plan for me and my family so that's why i'm a little excited and have a lot of energy today but uh, out of all the bets that you just listed, out of all those games, what's the one that you probably have the most units on? Not, I'm not saying you do have it, but as of right now, just looking at all of it, like this is the one that that my money's on the most right as of right now. I mean, so, who? That's that's tough. The Manchester's again, my United, great value. Even if you put one unit on it, that's plus two fifty seven. But on it, if we're looking at like what I would have to put the most on. I would look at those Saturday games and the unders, like the under two and a half in West Ham Burnley. These uh, these are teams that are, you know, towards the bottom of the table, not the best. And then again, if you look at Leeds and Brighton Hove Albion, Leeds is 12th, Brighton is 17th. Again, these are bottom half teams that are, you know, in the negative and goal differential, both of them. So it's not like they score a lot. And sure, they get scored on a lot, but look at under under three Minus 120 on that Leeds Brighton Hove Albion really sticks out to me for some good value on teams that are not good at scoring. Guys, sign up for the wager pass. Hop in the Discord. This guy's got your soccer knowledge ready to go. Troy, you ready for me to talk about some UFC? Absolutely. Check this Fire out, man. Away. There's nothing but value to be had in the UFC this week. It's the very first card of the year. It's premiering on ABC. So, yes, that means all of you guys can watch it for free. For those in uh, this area of the woods, which is my area of the woods, California, Sacramento, to be exact, uh, Channel 10, ABC. That's where you'll be able to watch this game, or this fight card. And I'm going to go right off the bat to a prelim fight. Carlos Felipe versus Justin Taffa. I cannot tell you who's going to win this fight. I know it says that Carlos Felipe is a 2-1 to favorite, but really both these guys are going to be swinging for the fences. You're going to see a lot of leg kicks followed by a combination and a, and a wild uppercut. That leads to knockouts. That leads to something that I, I think you just kind of look for the the props in there. And my favorite one is the, the fight does not go a full two rounds, and that's at minus 105. I also like to take the under on two and a half rounds at minus 125. They're the exact same thing. And if you do feel a little cocky and you want to say, hey, I'm going to choose this guy as a winner, and like I said, I don't believe that this is going to go into a submission battle or anything like that. I think it's going to be a knockout. I think you're going to see a lot of leg kicks followed by a combination or just wild head, head hooks. I don't. I think you're going to see that a lot as well. 
I'm going to take Carlos Felipe wins by KO, TKO, or disqualification, which probably won't happen. But I'll take all those three plus 155 Carlos Felipe in that one. But again, the best bang for your buck and the one that I like the most is going to be no. This fight does not complete a full two rounds at minus 105. The next one I have is now here on the main card. And I, and, I, and this one is very interesting because Joaquin Buckley versus Alicio De Chir Chirico, to be honest, I I don't know much about Alicio. I'll just be perfectly honest with you. However, Joaquin Buckley is still an up-and-coming fighter, and he got knockout of the year uh, because of his most recent fight. And, Troy, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's the craziest, most ninja-looking-like knockout you'll ever see. He does a body kick. The man catches it, and so he decides to flip and do a back kick straight to his face for the complete knockout. It's like it's something you see in a, in a video game. It's insane. Bruce Lee. Exactly. It was insane. Coolest thing you could see. But that's a lot of hype. And at minus 285 for a still an up-and-coming fighter against another up-and-coming fighter who knows they're on the first card of the year, they have something to prove. Both, I, I, both I, I, I think, are, are just too unknown and, and, and too wild cases. With that said, at plus 225, not necessarily knowing this person. This person could be a submission specialist. It's not like Joaquin Buckley is, is going to go out there and do anything but throw hands. He's not a wrestler. He, he's someone that likes to kick and throw box, boxing punches. From what I've been told, Alicio likes to grapple a little bit, so this is going to give him something a little bit different. And, and Joaquin Buckley does not know how to uh, keep distance away from him. He likes for when people get close. So if it grappling does get involved, I give it to the underdog. So I'm taking that plus 225, and I like that there just because value. And, I, I again, I've told people this before, storylines fix line, uh, story lines draw the line up or down in terms of Vegas. They, they, they bite on that stuff. And if you don't believe that, I think you're a little crazy because it's true. Last one here is the co-main event. Again, I'm taking the underdog. Carlos Condit is old. He's a veteran. He likes to get on the ground and wrestle with you. But guess what? So does Matt Brown. These are two old dudes, two, two former faces of the UFC. And I love Matt Brown in this one. I love Matt Brown so much that I'm going to go with Matt Brown wins by submission for plus 800. Put that on, on that. Yeah. I'm not saying these are going to be all hitters, guys. What I'm saying is, is there's value in this. And I'm saying, again... Matt Brown wins by submission in this one. I have Matt Brown as plus 145. Matt Brown is, I, I, I feel strongly Matt Brown is winning this fight. I don't believe in Carlos Condit anymore. He's trying to make a resurgence, but he, he, he hasn't been in the game for a minute. Matt Brown's a, a good person to, to put him to the test. Even though, But no, that's not going to be one of those fights that you're going to see a lot of punches. They're, they're going to be on the mat. They're going to be rolling around, and you're going to see like a lot of dropping elbows or a lot of uh, attempted submissions. It's going to be a slow, grinded 15 minutes, so just be aware of that. And the last fight. It's the main event. Calvin Cater, Max Holloway. I got Max Holloway at minus 165, but I've, heard, I've been told multiple times by Danny B. He does not like when I give out those money lines. He says that those are too easy of picks. And I say, Papa, I like making money. Max Holloway, minus 165. I like that one a lot. And I also like this, guys. He hasn't done it in a while. But he said it multiple times. It's the first time the UFC has been on ABC. He gets to fight on the same exact channel Muhammad Ali got to fight on. He says he wants to make a show. And I also think he's pretty angry still. He likes to play it off as the chill guy. 
but he knows that he's won the last two fights against the current champ, Volkanovski. And so this is his way back. He knows it. I say that Max Holloway wins this fight by either decision or TK uh, or, or technical decision, plus 130. But the one that I, I also like, again, Max Holloway wins by knockout, plus 400. And if you really want to get specific, I think the knockout comes in round four. So there you go. Whew. Love it. That was a lot. That was a lot. By the way, guys, follow on the Discord. You guys can get here all those picks again. Also, you'll see the write-ups, and you actually get my picks sooner and my live bets. I take a lot. I do a lot of live bets, and I, and I talk about it there in the Discord as well. Troy, we both got to ramble on for long periods of time. Are you ready to, to join back together for the last four games that we wanted to discuss today? Absolutely. Let's get it. Did you get your water in? I got a sip of water right here. Okay. Okay. I need you to take this from me because uh, I just talked a lot, and I need a sip. Hey, understandable. All right. Los Saturday. Angeles Rams. What's uh, Saturday, 4.30, Rams, Packers, Packers hosting divisional playoff round. Honestly, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Sorry, 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 sorry. Breaking news, do? breaking news. The Timberwolves and the Memphis Grizzlies game tonight has officially been postponed. Wow. That game is now off. Okay. Interesting. Well, that was a coin flip one anyway. So. Right. It was a coin flip. So good good news that we didn't really talk about it enough. But I had to, I, I had to let the listeners know. Oh, okay. yeah. It's breaking news. Troy. Break in. That's why I call it breaking. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> um, Don't but, yeah, Packers. Green Bay Packers, six-and-a-half point favorites. The over-under is 45-and-a-half. Um, I mean, I'm just going to come out and say it. I like the Packers. The Rams' defensive line looked phenomenal. They smothered Russell Wilson. They made him look pedestrian. Um, that being said, though, the pack, I just, it's hard for me to bet against Aaron Rodgers. It, Aaron Rodgers is just too good. I don't know if you know this, Troy, but I, I am a Green Bay Packers fan. I have only seen one yeah. football game in my entire life, and it was Niners versus the Brett Favre Packers. And Brett Favre came back from 14 points down in the second half and won that game. And guess what? At the end of that game, I got to meet Ahmad Green. You remember who wow. Ahmad? He was the running back there. He signed a football, and that is why the Packers have always been my favorite team. That's awesome. I've, I've yet to go to an NFL game in person. That it's, is on the bucket list, though. Well, I'll tell you this. I was uh, about, I think I was eight years old, so it could be better my memory of it, but I just remember eating popcorn and watching football. And the, and I'll also be honest, the only reason why I was rooting against the Niners is because my mom or my mom, my grandma and my dad were just rooting for the Niners. And I know my dad doesn't even like football. He make he does. He, he calls foosball for the devil. Like Bobby Boucher, like Bobby Boucher's mom. Like <laughs> he don't care about no dang football. He's he, my dad's into NASCAR motorcycle racing, things like that. My grandma's the the full-on Niner fan. He She tried to get me on board. Me and her clash heads too much. So you know what? I went with the Packers, and I'm so glad I did. Yeah, you got a couple of uh, Super Bowl, a couple of Super Bowls for it. Exactly. Exactly. Now, Green Bay, minus seven. I don't know if I really want to touch that, but I'm taking under 45.5 points. I think the Rams' defense is real. I think it does get to – I think they're going to get – into Aaron Rodgers a little bit to where it slows down a lot of their drives. 
but I don't think it stops them enough from 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 scoring touchdown. Aaron Rodgers has just been that good. And do we know if it's going to be snowing? I do not know. Let me let's let's look up. Let's see what the weather's looking like. This weather report has been brought to you by hoop-ball.com. Be sure to go to hoop-ball.com and sign up for the wager pass for just 33 S- cents. Snowy Friday, snowy night on Friday, but participation should be clear clear out for Packers game Saturday. So Maybe be a little bit of frost on the ground, but won't be. It should be clear. Do you give the, the Green Bay Press Gazette is telling me? Do you believe if it turns into more of a running game than it does of a passing game, just because normally in colder weather you don't see a lot of deep throws? At least that's some, something I probably just built up in my head by myself. But do you give the running advantage to the Rams? Ah. <sighs> Man, I, I don't. I just think the Packers are better overall. I mean, except for the defensive line, obviously you got Aaron Donald for the Rams, but I think the Packers' O-line has been playing great, and I think just every part of it, offense, defense, maybe not defense, but offense, they're just better than the Rams. Bold prediction. The Packers are winning the Super Bowl, and not just because I'm a fan. I just really think they're that good. Uh... <laughs> nah, Chiefs, Pat Mahomes. Nope. Pat McGoat. Nope, nope, not happening the the Browns are coming in there. <laughs> we'll get to that one here shortly. Ne- uh, <laughs> after this next one. 8.15 p.m. Saturday, we got the Bills hosting the Ravens. Everyone's all over the Bills. They're minus 2.5 right now, minus 145 on the money line, over-under sitting at 49.5. I'm going to be honest with you. I like the Ravens. I take, I'm taking the Ravens on the points just because Lamar finally got his first playoff win, and he was spectacular to say the least. I'm not all the way bought in on the Josh Allen hype train. I know people have, especially in Buffalo, been clamoring about him. I'm not saying he's bad or anything. I'm just not quite sold on it yet. That's but crazy. I have been sold on Lamar Jackson and that defense. Ooh, yeah, I, I like the Ravens on this one, plus two and a half. Yeah, I, I like the Ravens' money line. I think the Raven, I like you said, Lamar Jackson was phenomenal. And I was nervous a little bit after they got down 14 points. And he threw that interception. I said, oh, no, the Titans playoff game again. No, here we go. That Ravens defense stepped up. They gave gave him so many opportunities. And I I think that that's why I like the money line. If you're going to take the Ravens, don't even take the points. Take the money line because they're either winning or what I believe and why I'm taking Bills minus two and a half, and I actually have the Bills winning this game and I would bet my money on the Bills, is I think the Bills are going to do exactly what Tennessee was doing to start that game, but they're not going to let off. The Titans' defense was good last year, but it wasn't as good as it was two years ago. The Bills' defense is that good, and I think you're going to see that early on. I think they're going to try to apply a lot of front-line pressure to where, but nothing that rushes the, the quarterback in a crazy way to where he can escape outside. I think they know to take out the edges and, and completely just have a, a a watcher in the middle. So I got the Bills winning this game. I think I'll take the minus two and a half, and I am on the Josh Allen hype. I think Josh Allen is real. You, I don't, The fact that you said you don't think he's real yet is crazy to me. I, I didn't say I don't think he's real. I'm just not all the way sold on it. That's all. That's, uh, that's all I'm saying. All your shares, if you want to sell them to me right now, I will buy <laughs> all of your shares. 
Uh, I'm just saying, look at the Ravens defense. They held Derrick Henry to under like 70 yards or something like that. And Derrick Henry is one of, if not the best running back in the league. So you're not see a lot of running. Ravens defense is also for real. You're not going to see a lot of running. You're not going to see uh, a lot yeah, of running. Probably not. But. You're going to see a lot of, of throwing and they're going to attack that, uh, that, that cornerback over there. What's his name? Uh, Marcus Peters. They're going to attack him as much as they can. I think you're going to see a lot of open field passing. Josh Allen's going to try and do a lot. He's This is something and for him to prove, too. That's why I think the Ravens, though. If you notice the first touchdown he threw against the Colts, he was lucky it was a touchdown. He was getting, he was halfway to being sacked and just pushed it forward. He didn't even throw it. He just pushed it out of his hand. I mean, he, he does stuff like that, and it's like, what are you doing? And then he got a touchdown out of it, and I feel like that in you know, that's good. It builds his confidence. But at the same time, if we're in a playoff game to go to the conference finals, I don't want my quarterback hucking it up because he's getting sacked. You know what I mean? And I think against the Ravens defense, that'll prove more costly than it would the Colts defense. Who do you think is going to be able to sit in the pocket longer? I think that's the big question. And if you're leaning toward the Ravens, you think that Lamar Jackson is just going to make plays every time he's able to escape. And if you're on the Bills, you're thinking that Allen is going to be able to make plays, not necessarily on his feet, but throwing the ball down the field while moving outside of the pocket. You're not, I don't think you're going to see a lot, a lot of Lamar Jackson deep throws. You're going to see those few itty-bitty plays like he was doing in the first half of that Titans game, but it's going to. I think you're going to see a lot of him running, a lot of quarterback draws. And if that's the case, I, I, I think the Bills' defense – that's why. Let me ask you this question because I think this is this leads to the perfect question of it all. Forty nine and a half is the over under. Where are you leaning? I I would lean under. Yeah, me too. I think this. Is I know be a the Bills can game. put it up, and the Ravens sure can too. But I think it's going to be a game of the defenses, and like you said, who stays in the pocket the longest, who can make plays between the quarterbacks. Best value, I think, is just, and I'm not even taking the points. I think the best value is Ravens money line. And I can give you the full storyline of why I like the Ravens. Look, Lamar Jackson had a monkey on his back heading into that game against the Titans. I'm not I'm not a playoff quarterback. You know, I can't show up there. Until you get that first win, like what are you as are you just a regular are you James Harden of the of the of the NFL? Like, you know, you look really great doing all these things, but can you do it in the playoffs? And he finally did that. The intensity that he had after the game, his mindset of a first quarter interception was stuck in his head. That's the one thing he always remembered. So, again, I can see them winning this game for sure. So, I think best value, if you're saying, hey, you know, I need to have money on this, I'm making a parlay or something, I go Ravens. If you're saying, who do I think is going to win, I take Bills minus two and a half. This will be another one of those ones we beef on, you know what I'm saying? This is another one that's going to determine who's getting up there in the units, if you're going to catch up or not. um all right so sunday sunday at three o'clock you got the kansas city chiefs defending super bowl champions 10 point favorites over the cleveland browns i cannot believe my words coming out of my mouth the cleveland browns are in the divisional playoff over under sitting at 57 uh, I'm going to be straight up with you. I said it a little bit ago. I have the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Is another one of my futures I placed at the beginning of the season. Um, just like the Lakers, I, I haven't seen anything that makes me think they're not going to repeat. 
except for their defense isn't as good as it was last year, you could say. But still, they have the greatest quarterback of all time. I'm saying it. Patrick Mahomes is. I'm already crowning him. I don't care what anyone says. He is the best ever. He's going to win another one. So I'm taking the Chiefs minus 10 just because Pat Mahomes. My eyes have have seen otherworldly behavior and passes come from Pat Mahomes. I cannot bet against that, especially when going against that is going with the Cleveland Browns. And I don't trust Baker Mayfield. He played great in their uh, game against the Steelers, but that was a total team win. And I just don't see that kind of stuff happening. Like the Chiefs aren't going to snap it over their head into the end zone on the first play like the Steelers did. Steelers were the worst 11-0 team ever. They blew it to the Browns. <laughs> they, they were, straight up. That's why they lost four of their last five. Um, I like the Chiefs. Give me the points. Ten is a lot, but it's the Chiefs. I like them. First off, this is early in his career. Second, have you not heard of Aaron Rodgers? Like, did you forget that we just talked about oh, this okay, man? Okay, okay, okay. See, I thought you were going to go the Tom Brady angle with the rings and all that. I have heard of Aaron Rodgers, and, and up until Pat Mahomes, I was in the camp of Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers but that's is, mainly because I hate Tom Brady and the Patriots. As a, I'm, uh, as an actual quarterback talent, that's all I'm looking at, right? Quarterback talent. Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. You, he's, he's the, I, he's I, the I, most like, accurate. He's the most precise. He's the Absolutely. best quarterback. He can move. He no. can make passes on the move just like Mahomes can. He's literally everything Mahomes is going to be when he gets to Aaron Rodgers' age. Like Aaron Rodgers but is Patrick but, Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes is already better. He no, already had a 50-touchdown season, Super Bowl MVP already. Are you from Kansas he's City? Keep right. No, I'm from Ohio, as a matter of fact. That's what's You're funny. not a even Colts... a Browns fan? Are you kidding no, me? No, no, I'm a Colts fan. I, if you, uh, Let me get into it, all right? I'm a Colts fan. Tom Brady and the Patriots made my football life hell growing up. As <laughs> many of you know, Patriots and Colts had a great rivalry that the Patriots got the better hand of and ended up winning a lot of Super Bowls because of it. So my hatred for Tom Brady has grown over my life. And so then I always was in the camp of Aaron Rodgers is better. I was one of those guys that liked to be contrarian and say, no, Tom Brady's assistant quarterback, blah, Aaron Rodgers is better. Then Patrick Mahomes came along and started no-look sidearming it 40 yards down the <laughs> field on the dot. And I'm like, okay, I've never seen that before in my life. I know people have done it. I've seen, you know, Matt Stafford makes no-look or sidearms, but Patrick Mahomes just does it and makes it look too easy. I've got the Browns plus 10. <laughs> Here we go. another one, another one. I can't, I can't, I can't talk to you about Aaron Rodgers and and Pat Mahomes when Pat <laughs> Mahomes isn't even. We could have a whole show about it. Look, Aaron Rodgers is better. Look, so I got the Browns <laughs> plus ten. I got the Browns plus ten, and the biggest reason why are the running backs, Chubb, Hunt. Those are going to be the reasons why they are able to move it down the field, and man, I. I agree with you. Kansas City is going to put up big numbers. Like, I don't see them not scoring on almost every drive. It's the Yeah, they rarely punt. Right. And even if they do get into a situation to punt, I wouldn't be surprised if they just go for it. It's the Browns. Right, exactly. They, and Andy Reid's bold like that. He likes to do stuff like that. But give credit where credit is due. The Browns have been playing very well. As of late. Absolutely. Absolutely. And They're you, clicking at the right time. And you have to give credit to those running backs because they have been putting in a lot of work, whether it's through handoffs, through through catches, through the air. They're moving up the field with their running backs. 
It's going to come down to the wide receiver game, though, because the the Chiefs know that if you stop the running, you might stop everything. Baker Mayfield has to make those passes. He has to be the quarterback that he was against the Steelers, and I agree with you. The Steelers were the the worst 11-0 team ever in NFL history. Of all time. Ever. ever. But I, I believe that when you're hot, you're hot. Ten points is a lot. Dr. Seuss, what up? Hire me. <laughs> I'm taking the I'm taking the Browns plus ten nervously over under on fifty seven and a half though. See, ah, uh, I I mean I lean over because firstly the Browns putting up fifty by themselves against the Steelers kind of blew my mind, and then again the Chiefs one of the most prolific offenses ever. I lean over. I'm not making any official plays on it, but I would lean over. But I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being a twenty to seventeen grinded out type of game. That relies on running backs, like you said. Yeah, man, that's a that's a question mark for me. Who throws for uh, who runs more yards, Edwards Elaire or uh, or Nick Chubb? Oh, Nick Chubb. I think I think the Browns utilize the run more often. The Chiefs. I mean, I, Clyde Edwards Elaire has been phenomenal. Let's not get anything mixed up. But the Browns, I think, are more reliant on the run because they don't have the bailout that is Patrick Mahomes. Baker Mayfield's been good. I've been a hater of Baker also since he got in the league. I've been like, hey, he's overrated. But he has played very well this season, and he played phenomenal against the Steelers. So credit where credit is due. Baker surpassed my expectations. But Patrick Mahomes. It really just comes down to Patrick Mahomes is all I need to say. (laughs) Who scores a touchdown first, Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt. Okay, okay. What's the last game? Uh, 640, Saints. New Orleans Saints hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Saints are three-point favorites over under sitting at 51 and a half. I am kind of doing the same with the Bills game. I'm fading the public. Everyone loves the Saints. Saints are actually 2-0 and against the Bucs this year, but I'm in the camp that believes it is incredible incredibly difficult to beat a team three times in one year, especially when that team has Tom Brady, Robert Gronkowski, Mike Evans, you know, big time ballers. Is Mike Evans uh, he, playing? Uh, I believe he is still questionable, but I mean, he played last week a little bit limited. It, let me see. Let me see. I'll be honest. While you're looking that up, I agree with you. I got the Buccaneers plus three. But my reasoning is mainly just due to history and the history of this. Tom Brady gets calls in the playoffs. He gets a ton of calls in the playoffs. And the New Orleans Saints get a ton of calls against them in the playoffs. So you put those two things together and you mix in the fact that, like you said, I also believe it is really hard to beat the same team three times in a row in one season. So I lean on Tom Brady. However, fingers crossed... I really, really, really want Drew Brees to win. Is there any reason why? He's old. He's about to retire. He's Drew Brees. He's like the uncle that everyone wants to have. <laughs> I see that. Um, so here's the thing. I didn't make a play on Bucks plus three, but here's what I did. I did a teaser of these four games. Six and a half point teaser, plus 215 odds. The spread... You take the Packs, Packers six and a half, Ravens plus two and a half, Chiefs minus ten, and Bucks plus three. Comes down to a Packers pick 'em, Ravens plus nine, Chiefs minus three and a half, Bucks plus nine and a half. 
So even if the Ravens and uh, Buccaneers were to lose, I don't see him getting blown out by 10. So that's why I really like this teaser myself. And that's what I'm about to throw a few units on personally right here as we're talking. Yeah, take a screenshot of that and send that to me later. I might, I might, uh, I might follow you. I love that one actually. That's say the lines one more time. Slowly, so slowly. it's six and a, six and a half point teaser. It's Packers pick them. Packers pick them. Ravens plus nine. Okay. Chiefs minus three and a half, and Buccaneers plus nine and a half. Run that to the bank, bro. Send that. That's to... what. The, that's how. That's what I'm saying, right? Like that what's, seems too what's, good to what's be the, true. What's the unit payout? Or what's the what's the what's the payout on it? Plus two fifteen. If you do just six wow. points instead of six and a half, it's plus two thirty five. So, but I I decided to take that extra half point. Just yes. To me Who cares? Fifteen dollars. Yeah, right? So you bet a hundred bucks, saying. you win two hundred fifteen bucks. That's that's what I'm saying. That is what the numbers are telling me right now, and I am in love Jeez with it. Jesus Rice, bro. Are there someone not playing that I don't know? Why is Packers Rams pick them? Why are they giving the Ravens nine? Because wow. it's teased up. I took that six and a half point teaser. Wow. Yeah, screenshot that, send that to me. Is that on, let me guess, let me guess, that's on uh, mybookie.ag. Absolutely. And remember, guys, if you use promo code HOOPBALL, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, will match up to $500 of your very first deposit. And if you reach out to Dan Bespris on Twitter, at Dan Bespris on Twitter, he'll give up with another prize. So be sure, go out over there, let him know that you signed up through us. So uh, you and I are both taking bucks, or are you only doing the teaser? Uh, I'm only doing the teaser, but if, like I said, roll with bucks plus three, I like them to win outright, honestly. So you take the money line plus 145. If you like, if you had to sprinkle some change, like, yeah, not like, I, I, take, like a half I take unit. bucks money line. I take bucks money line over under 52 points. Ah, man. I taking the under see, the seat. saint that I want to say under, but I feel like this game's going to be a shootout. I don't know why they're two old gunslingers. It just makes me feel like they're both going to just lay it all out. Shootout style. Can I be honest? I know that people are making out of that. I think you're gonna see T Hill run the ball a lot. I think you're gonna see a lot of a lot of sets with with Tyson Hill in there, and uh, I like it. I think Kamara is gonna be the, the X factor in it all. So I got under 52 points with some confidence. I know it's a pick 'em, but I like under 52 points. I, I think this game is gonna be like a. Uh, I can see this game being something super slow scoring, like 17-14. Right, it's either going to be a shootout or it's going to be a dud, one way or the other. Yeah, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, like, it's good sometimes. Like, everyone's talking about how good the defense is. It's good sometimes. Like, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, they're, it's they're not the an offensive team. the best defenses out there. Yeah, it's, this is a straight offensive team. I believe in the Saints defense more than I believe in the Bucks defense, and I believe the Saints defense is ranked actually lower than the Bucks defense. So, I don't know, man. But that's been a card. That's been a show, I think, right? Absolutely, yeah. So, before we let everyone go, where can uh, the fans find you online? Find me on Twitter at Dwayne underscore The Rock J. I know my name's not Dwayne and I'm not The Rock, but that is my Twitter handle. So follow me there for the hot takes on everything, not just sports. I got all kinds of life hot takes. Give me and one. And in the Discord. Give me one. Give one, me one. One. Zach Levine's better than Gordon Hayward. <laughs> no, you said not sports takes. Oh, a not sports related hot take. Oh, man. Um, chocolate milk is the best beverage. Wow. available even I, if you choose alcoholic beverages i don't care of all the beverages water is the lebron of beverages water is can do it all give me chocolate milk though i got one for you you ready i'm ready a hot dog is a sandwich 
Oh no! I, oh man, uh, I don't even want to get into that grid of evil with that. One more time, one more time. Give him that Twitter handle, The Rock. Dwayne underscore The Rock J. You guys go follow him, Dwayne underscore The Rock J, on all social media platforms. I've been your host today, Vince Miracle. You guys can follow me on all social media platforms of at VM Center. Again, guys, thank you for listening to the show. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe bookmark hoop-ball.com sign up for the wager pass so you can see all of these picks you get to get in the discord and see these live picks have one-on-one discussions with all of us i get these dms troy and i don't know if you do i get dms of hey you know what do you think about this or or or, or you can you do that that's what the discord is for guys it's only 33 cents a day go over there sign up now it's well worth it we're getting written articles on there you got picks from troy who's the current leader right now you get danny b dan bespris aaron brewski myself devin plethora of picks in there i'm not saying follow us on all of them what i will say though is find your favorite capper roll with them and try and make some money with all of us you know what i mean 2021 i'm expecting big things for us we got ufc nfl playoffs nba still going on a lot of things coming a lot of things coming we're excited again guys thank you for listening to the show and until next time remember a hot dog is a sandwich later troy peace out This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.